0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Etech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at Etech Global Services. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Etech Leadership Table. Uh, this is a podcast for leaders by leaders, right, where we just sit around the table, share a cup of coffee or whatever you're drinking, just pull up to the table like we used to do as a family, like we are family, invite guests to the table and just have some discussions. Today, hot topic discussion is with our very own Sean Marshall. Hey, Sean, welcome to the E-Tech Leadership Table.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to having a fun session and, and hopefully providing value to the, the viewers uh, as we kind of move along
0: hey, we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna have a great time. So if, you, if you're if you out there, our podcast world, go ahead and grab what you're gonna drink, pull up to the table because this is not a conversation you wanna miss because everyone, it needs help. Even Melissa, even Sean, every even your best friend that you know you're gonna send this link to. Uh, you know, we are running into the uh, holiday season. And so everybody, I know I've got your ears clicking out there like, what are we talking about, Melissa? What are we talking about? This topic is going to help you to sit around the table with your family these holiday seasons. This topic that Sean's going to walk us through is going to help you finish the year spr- strong with everybody stressed out in your job, right? It's going to help you uh, to to navigate those crucial conversations, if you will. So um, the topic today, drum roll, you know, you have uh, an IQ, which is your your intelligence level, right? And from what I understand, that really is what it is. Okay. There that's, what's given to you, but good news today is we're talking about your EQ. So if you're taking notes and great leaders take great notes, we're talking about your emotional intelligence, the skills that you need to talk to anybody. Do you hear me to communicate with anybody and Sean Marshall, He runs his own company for leadership. You can, we'll have all these links uh, below, but Sean's at the table with us. He, he even runs, he can help you when you're stuck on the road. He has a roadside (laughs) assistance and he can help you when you're stuck in leadership, but his passion, his heart of gold is to help with leadership. So welcome podcasters and welcome Sean on this very crucial topic of emotional intelligence.
1: Thank you so much. Again, I appreciate the opportunity and the time and, you know, I'm ready to rock and roll.
0: Hey, let's do this. Hey, I asked Sean what you guys didn't see. We need to show like, you know, the intro later, but what you didn't know is I said, Sean, what do you, what's your purpose? Like, what are you trying to do? And he said, look, Melissa, I just want to add value to leaders. And my gosh, when we pull up to the table, if we've got somebody with a experience that Sean has that wants to add value to you, you better pull up And uh, get this rocking and rolling. Now, I've already asked Sean what he's drinking. He said he's drinking the good old OJ. Orange (laughs) juice. He's drinking some orange juice. So that's good to know. Um, And I'm drinking, you're not going to believe this, Sean. I've already told you what I had for breakfast, which is so pitiful. And podcasters, (laughs) if you want to know, you'll have to contact me. But I'm drinking Santa's Blend tea. Straight out of New York, Santa's Blend. It's got a little bit of Christmas in a cup. So uh, if you're... Christmas in a cup. All right, we're pulled up to the table. Podcasters, we're here. We're about to dive into this very important emotional intelligence subject, EQ. Tell us, Sean, why is EQ so critical for leaders?
1: So I can't stress this enough. And this is an area that I know I struggle mightily in. And, and my antennas went up when the Misha, you know, said that this, these were going to be the topics. When the emotions are high, right and they run wild and you're in the midst of a crucial conversation how you interact and react is going to define not only the the trust your reputation your character um you know the decision making it impacts so much of your professional lives that it can also matriculate into your personal lives you have to to understand you know the time and the place and, you know, basically have sound steps on on what you need to do in those moments for you to be great. You do not become great by doing these great things, right? It's an accumulation of consistency over time that will get you to being great. So how you interact and react in those moments will define you and how well you're going to be at leadership.
0: As, as we're getting our tools, I love that you're going to give us, you know, I, I go back to you saying, I just want to help. And this is really mm-hmm. foundational of what you've explained of why it's important. Uh, and let's just d- dive into it. You said you have three tips, one, two, three. Are you ready? He's gonna give us am, three I'm tips ready. on mm-hmm. how we can cultivate our emotional intelligence. Let's do it. Give us the top number one.
1: So so first there, there's, two, there's two critical parts. One is going to be physical toughness and the okay. second is gonna be mental toughness, right? So a lot of times people work on you know, we, we do cardio, we lift weights, we do all these things to kind of strengthen our physical skills, right? So we know that the, the bulk of what we put into is going to be kind of in the appearance, right? And so that's going to, to measure what you're capable of doing, right? In those moments, if you have to do something, you know, you're gonna have that physical capacity, you're gonna be present, you're in the moment, you're there, you're at the table, right? So you have that part already there. Most leaders, already have that particular piece kind of, you know, buckle down. The second part is mental toughness, right? And we don't focus a lot on that particular area, uh, but mental toughness will measure if you're going to do what you say you're going to do. All right? And you know, that people will tell you, Oh, you know, under promise over deliver, well, at the end of the day, it's delivery. You have to deliver. Regardless of what the goals or your KPIs or, or, or what your company is measuring, for you to have a positive ROI, I can tell you that you have to deliver on a day in, day out basis. All right. So from a, a standpoint of that and kind of taking that into an emotional intelligence standpoint, right, there's you have to prepare yourself for those moments, right? You have to one, understand critically what the, the, the importance, you know, of those conversations are. Right, you, if you're talking to a team member, right, it's situational. That conversation may be different if you're talking to a director or a VP, depending on what it is. You have to know and understand the magnitude of the moment and make sure that you're physically there and that you're mentally there, right? That's number one. Number two is preparation. Have to be prepared. Melissa, you said it earlier. Good leaders take notes, right? Yep. Good leaders also research. They know exactly what they want to talk about. They know who's going to be in the audience, all right? They're, they can anticipate the questions they're going to get. You know what your CIO is looking for uh, when you're doing a project. You know what your your you know HR leaders are looking for when you're doing a project. What is it going to impact the people? Is there pay? All right. What kind of technology? How do we implement? When you research and know your audience, you're going to be able to critically break down any of the questions they have beforehand. And you can speak more fluently on those areas so that you can have a better outcome. And I can't stress this enough, the last, and I think I said it earlier, is one, you know, make make sure you have 100% responsibility, all right? If someone comes to you in a tone or a manner that's untoward and you give it right back to them, what did you really solve, all right? You're responsible. And this is one of the things that I used to struggle in this area from, a, I mean, mightily. In our company, when I was with G6 Hospitality, they went into this 100% responsibility and it really resonated, right? I can determine how I react. I can determine how I interact, right? If I'm present in the moment with those people and I'm having conversations and it becomes a little more passionate than what it needs to be, I can either, I, I make a decision, Melissa, do I want to douse water on a fire or do I want yeah. to throw gasoline yes. on the fire? Do you want to ignite it or do you want to, yeah. you know, let's get this back to smoke so that we can have, yeah. you know, a little more clarity and understand, right, understand those needs. That is, that's the most important thing when we talk about emotional intelligence is one, making sure you're self-aware that you can reflect. And that you are cognizant of, of when you're getting to that point, managing those particular emotions so that you don't say and or do something that you're going to regret and have to have further conversations later to you know either backtrack or apologize for your part in that particular moment.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't tell everybody, but you got Muhammad Ali back there on, on your wall. And I just think you didn't yeah one two three you just give us a one two three punch i think you just gave us a one two three punch i (laughs) want to i'm gonna take it from number three kind of working the way up so a hundred percent responsibility i've never heard that i mean i know Mm -hmm. that right we we all kind of know we're we're responsible but the mindset of no no ma'am no sir no you have a hundred percent responsibility i think that is i think that is very clear um You said, I can determine if I'm going to, how I'm going to react. I've learned that there's a difference with these two things, react versus respond.
1: Yes. And and
0: Sean, Sean, when you say a hundred percent responsibility, that lets me know that I'm going to be responding and not Mm -hmm. react. Mm -hmm. Or if I do react with my mouth overloads, that I know, I just that—that's what I did. I chose to just react because sometimes we do that. We choose to just react. Um, Absolutely. We were talking. We were talking about you know we're both in Texas now, but you know we've both been lived in Ohio. We talked about the traffic, you know, in Texas. We see a lot of reacting and not responding. <laughs>
1: oh yes, it's, every day. I guess
0: our, I guess our podcasters. It doesn't matter where, what state you're in. I, Sean and I have been all over. Uh, we see a lot of. Uh, reacting so even in your driving you take 100 percent responsibility when you go to yes. spend time with i love this mindset when you go to spend time with your family you're taking a hundred percent responsibility on your reaction or your response mm-hmm. i think that's really great all right so if you have that mindset when you go to sit at the at any to any table at your leadership table at your family table um 100 responsibility Sean, would that change some of your family dynamics if you did that at your
1: table? Let me tell you, it changes 100% of, of my family dynamic. And again, <laughs> listen, I said I struggle mightily in this. So in those moments, <laughs> I can tell you that I was I was definitely <laughs> reacting in a manner that uh, was not conducive to to what we wanted from it, <laughs> right? But you know, yeah. I started listening to understand their perspective, right? Because yeah. again, I know what my perspective is, I know what I want to get across, but guess what? When you're by yourself, you can say or do whatever you want. When there's two people at the table, you're responsible for one, managing that conversation and kind of connecting those two together. And so you have to understand their point of view or you will not have an adequate conversation and or move the needle where you want it to go.
0: Uh, Seek first to understand. That's that 100% responsibility that you taught us about seek first yeah. uh, and 100% responsibility. I just uh I'm I'll be tagging that one on there that 100% responsibility that that is really good. You know, one thing I learned we talked about we have some similar streets we used to roam uh Bronx yeah. Street and Columbus Ohio. So shout out to our Columbus Ohio podcast friends out there and those of you've who never been to Columbus you better get there. You better get yes. there to the Polaris the Polaris Mall, right? And that and that's still yeah, there. Polaris
1: Easton. Yes. <laughs> Easton Mall, to, yeah. yeah.
0: So um, on those streets, the early Melissa Wood, the young Melissa Wood before any gray hair set in, um, a, a wonderful leader there taught me this about that 100 responsibility. Um, I, I they didn't I didn't know that word, but he said, "Do you know the difference between tennis and catch? Playing catch." Mm-hmm. So in tennis, so everybody listen to this, and this goes into what Sean has taught us about 100 responsibility. And he said, this is where he said he struggles mightily, right? And this is where he's at, adding value. And we all struggle mightily. This is probably why Sean's very good and able to teach us this because he recognizes he struggles mightily. Some of you, listen up, this is self-help. You struggle mightily, but you just don't know it. You won't admit it. So there you have it. We're telling you today, you struggle mightily. But he said, when you're... If you're going to increase your emotional intelligence, if we're going to do the 100% responsibility, like Sean said, he said, you have to play catch, not tennis. In mm-hmm. tennis, the game is this. They hit the ball to you, what do you do? Hit it back. Hard as you can, you're trying to ace them. You mm-hmm. You're trying to smack it where they can't say, n- they ain't got nothing to say because you shut them down, right? That's you what know, I hear like And we've we've all done it. This is why this podcast is popular and real. This is keeping it real. Uh, We've all bragged about, man, I told him or I told her. She didn't have nothing to say. She didn't have anything to say, right? So that is slamming it back in tennis. In catch, we're supposed to catch the ball hold on to it and throw it back where they can catch it, right? The goal is not to throw it over their head where they have to run mm-hmm. for it. We didn't like playing in the streets with kids that did that. We wanted them to throw it and hit the mitt, right? Yes. So so that's the way I learned it, Sean, that 100% responsibility between tennis and, and catch. Too many of us are playing tennis with our mouth.
1: Yes. When we need to be playing catch. a phenomenal analogy. A phenomenal <laughs> analogy. Yeah, it is. So, it truly is.
0: So I guess it, if they wrote that
1: down, a- I, I need everybody to write <laughs> that down. Play like, catch, I and hope- not tennis. That's that's with that's, your mouth. Yes. With your yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah.
0: With your mouth, and that is, I think that's why it marries to what you said so much. That's a hundred percent responsibility when you Absolutely. decide if you're gonna play tennis and shut them down, or you're gonna play catch, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. throw
0: and give something back. Like, tell me more. What did you mean by that? Right. That is that is that part. All right. Going back up to the preparation. Good leaders take notes. I know you've been. That's what I've been saying. Is good leaders take notes. You gotta prepare. It. I love that you said we prepare physically and we prepare mm-hmm. uh, mentally.
1: Yeah. So the the steps that I take. You know, number one, uh, and and I'm gonna take it from a granular level because we're keeping it real today, Melissa. So number one, I make sure that I get enough sleep. Yeah, go ahead. That's So if if you go into something tired and or drained (laughs) and or wore out, your brain is a phenomenal, you know, muscle or whatever you want to call it. It is amazing. It does amazing things. But when it is in a stressed environment, because you've not nourished or given it its due diligence, you are going to make careless mistakes and or miss things that that should have there. So that's number one. Uh, from there, you need to under you're the subject matter expert on what you want to talk about, right? So you know that. And when we talk about 100% responsibility, because you're the subject matter expert, it is your responsibility to get everybody onto the same level of understanding that you're at, right? And again, I just, there's different individuals in that meeting. So you have to know exactly what is in it for them. What's going to impact them? What's going to cause, you know, trouble or strike? You need to be able to have solutions to all of those things before you go into that meeting. So when we talk about preparation, I need to understand, you know, hey, this is going to be a firewall issue. This is going to impact operations. This is going to add busy time to this particular group. You have to understand what it is, but you need to know exactly why it's so crucial that you need this so that you can kind of prepare forward. And then from there, you need to walk that room. You need to be able to read temperament, posture, be cognizant. You have to be present. People will go into meetings and and not be present in that meeting. Like I've seen it happen over and over and you kind of zone out and you're trying to, and and you don't notice it, right? And you can ask questions. You can ask filler questions, right? So be present in the moment. And, And then, you know, finally, you want to be able to want speak, enunciate. Uh, you know, I go and I do this. You know, seamlessly. I look at the dictionary all the time. This, you know, when I was in college, one of my old professors used to clump me upside the head. I worked in the library, and she would make me learn new words because yep. I had to say the same things over again. She said, "Hey, you need to have an expanded vocabulary so that you can really truly get your message across." That doesn't mean that you just Go out and use big words, but you need to be able to understand how to be able to convey something in terms that may be crucial to that individual. That's different than how you communicate, right? So you have to be a wow. student. Of what you want to do, continuously learn, right? You need to be out. You know, look. There's just so many free trainings that are out there, Melissa, that people just yep. don't take advantage of. YouTube. You, too. You, I, you can learn how to build a house. I, I see people out in the, in, <laughs> in the forest building underground houses and they're showing you how to do it right but you have to watch some of those things be a student continuously and you know until you expire or retire you should be looking to learn new things or new ways of doing things or new ways to be able to convey things right there's different different modes and manners when you're in that room if you're doing the same thing every single time you use the same presentation template you have the same talking points, I can tell you, you will not truly receive your greatness and or give greatness to someone else if you do not prepare, you do not continuously learn, and you do not be present in everything that you do. Oh, I
0: tell you, we you gotta come back because we can break <laughs> this one down. We, you gotta come back. Absolutely, every, like, anytime. They took- Everybody took, I know they were taking notes. We got the world's best podcasters out there, but they're taking notes, but he just gave some gold chunks right there. Some gold chunks. And you know, when you talk about the, there, are, some people just don't prepare, right? And so yes. let me explain when you were talking, it just, my light bulb came on. I thought about this. We, um, I ran a, I, I was a director of a youth group for like 13 years okay oh, cool. and they're teenage uh boys and girls and so one mm-hmm. um one uh, one evening we taught all the girls self-defense we okay. had and their, and their parents so we had oh. like a, a gentleman he came in he's like he's got his own karate company all sorts yeah. of stuff and you know what he said he said the number one people that get kidnapped. Okay, and this is a scary subject and you think about it. What he yes. said, he taught us, he said, it's because you walk out of the store mm-hmm. and you are not prepared. You are not paying attention.
1: Mm-hmm. You just and
0: he said and you and not and you get snatched. And you get yep. snatched every time. And he said you where he said, I spend most of my time, everybody thinks I'm going to teach them how to do karate and beat somebody up and do all kinds of stuff. He, he said, that was so powerful to me, and that's what you're saying. He said, if you walk out of a store and you prepare your mind, mm-hmm. that decreases your chances of getting kidnapped by almost 80%. Yes,
1: yes. And it, it does. It truly it does. But our cell phone. Just phones- watching
0: your... Watching your surroundings, yeah. He said most of the time we're like digging in our purse, right. looking at yes. something, or, or and he said we're just distracted. We don't realize that there's a kidnapper band pulled right beside us. We're not paying attention to it, you know. Mm-hmm. He just said we're distracted, and if that is powerful, so 100% responsibility, the preparation, the sleep. You're right. You went, you kept it real there. Hey. Yes. I don't know. There are a lot of free trainings, but there's not a lot of real trainings
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so this
0: this is for real like get some sleep like we know that we get hangry and we get you know we get hungry we hadn't had sleep you know the smes i love the way you put that out there walk the room right and then speak open it learn john maxwell i know that you took some john maxwell courses I,
1: Yeah, and, I, have, I have
0: and and uh, i'm a john maxwell facilitator i'm a jmt team member and hey. i he he taught us. He said, "Raise the lid, right?" And that's what your professor was doing for you, Sean, in college. Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. "If you're gonna, if if you don't grow, the people that you're leading can't grow. So you need to raise your lid." So I think that's phenomenal. And then lastly, as we kind of, if if you're going back to take notes of what Sean was talking about, this is powerful. I I didn't even think about him putting it this way, and. I'll use this forever. You may use, uh, you know, playing tennis and catch on uh, forever. But the mental, the physical toughness and the mental toughness. Breaking that, I literally, I'm taking notes. I literally put a line in between my paper when I'm taking notes on physical toughness and mental toughness. There is so, you go to any mall, there's all kind of hot yoga, Pilates. There's all sorts of. Avenues for us to get physically fit, and which we should, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our physical t- we're lifting weights, there's gyms, there's all sorts of stuff, but what good is that going to do you if you're not mentally tough? Yep, that's it, it, what it, it... that gets us every time that mental toughness. And mm-hmm. it's some I have watched some of the best athletes fail because Hold they under- didn't have the they had the talent. So that's what that's what Sean's teaching us today. He's like, "Listen. You may have the intelligence, the IQ. You may have all the talent in the world to do what what you can do, but if you get we live in Texas right now so we can talk about some rodeos, but if you yes. get bucked off in if you get bucked off in your mind on the mental tough, toughness, you're never going to ride 8 seconds.
1: It's over. It's over. You you <laughs> will shut yourself down and you know just to expound on that you know people like there, there's brain teasers you, you can obviously you know do different critical thinking exercises but the number one thing melissa and, and people if you can't write this down speak positive affirmations into your life every single day every single day when you get up you need to assume positive intent speak those positive affirmations i know i will i know i am i know i can every single day you and and don't let anyone dim your light right i i'm great if if i'm only great to myself i'm great right (laughs) i I cannot be great to anyone else if i think i'm anything short of that so you have to put yourself in that mindset that i am going to succeed i am going to exceed and i'm going to do it today i'm going to do it every day and and that will take you so much further self-doubt is always going to be there right? We're, we're, we're human. We're natural. We're always going to doubt ourselves, right? We see in the world of social media, you see other people you think are doing better than you. You see other leaders that are excelling. People are getting awards. You see all these things and you want to be in that circle. Look, you, I am, right? I will. I can. You have to have that mindset every single day. I am great. I'm going to be great. And guess what? I'm going to bring someone to greatness with me.
0: Okay, I'm gonna, you said you wanted to add value, right? I'm (laughs) I'm gonna show you that of all of our podcasters, if they have a voice, I'm gonna try to speak from us to you to thank you. I am going to work on my mental toughness and my physical toughness. I will be prepared when I walk into a room or a conversation. I can take 100% responsibility on whether I'm going to play tennis or catch with my mouth. How about that? Yes. Will that work? Okay, yes, that, so awesome. those are our affirmations. You taught us all these things and you just, you just made it happen beautifully. I appreciate you, Sean. If you guys want to connect with Sean, you need him to come speak with you. We'll have all the information in the, his bio, everything in the link, and he'll come back. He'll sit at the table. You know those people when you're at home and you're like, that company they're coming back. They are coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. you you can come back and we I appreciate you so much and I just uh, enjoyed connecting with you as a friend and podcasters. Until next time and we'll see you next time on the Etech Table Talk.